0: Hello and welcome to the Knowledge at HEC Hard News podcast recorded on June the 8th, 2021. I'm Daniel Brown for the HEC News Department. Today we discussed the attempt last month to persuade social media influencers to report in a negative way about the Pfizer vaccine. A mysterious advertising agency called Faz with a double Z offered to pay French and German influencers if they smeared the vaccine makers with fictional stories. Claims like Pfizer causes three times more deaths than AstraZeneca. The media response was swift.
1: An influencer agency based in London contacted me.
0: Mirko Drutschmann, a German social influencer who received an anonymous email.
1: But what was strange was in their very first email they said, we have some information here. That we
0: would like they, wanted to to, they wanted me to talk about Pfizer vaccine. French YouTuber Léo Grasset, another influencer, contacted by Faz. In a way that would be detrimental to the Pfizer vaccine reputation. So it was
1: not really a campaign to sell a product, but more like to incriminate
0: another product and to diminish the reputation of the, of the Pfizer vaccine. So it was kind of weird. Well, I asked HEC assistant professor didn't... Andreas Lanz to comment the news. Andreas has been researching influencer markets for years. The marketing professor is soon to publish a major paper on social capital accumulation through social media networks. I first asked Andreas about his response to this vaccine disinformation effort.
1: While I think that
0: this disinformation effort
1: is outrageous, and rightly so the French counterintelligence is investigating this, I must say that the underlying strategy is well thought through. Influencer marketing is a very powerful and at the same time underestimated means of communication and persuasion. Imagine the case where you receive a recommendation through a banner ad versus from a friend. Of course, you trust a friend more. And this is the underlying rationale of influencer marketing because the influencer-follower relationship is also characterized by a certain degree of intimacy. The follower is very familiar with the influencer's day-to-day life and his or her values. So recommendation by the influencer is somewhat similar to the one by a friend. This is why influencer marketing has become so popular. However, it stands on the shoulders of giants namely user-generated content networks such as Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. This new state of the world has opened up new opportunities for marketers to engage in more effective influencer marketing, which is why influencer marketing has been growing faster than digital ads, where the total compensation for endorsements by influencers is expected to exceed 15 billion US dollars by 2022, which constitutes a large market. There are many ways how to define an influencer, and typically they're defined by their connectedness or followers. So there are nano-influencers on the one extreme and mega-influencers on the other. Thinking about this disinformation effort, I'm sure that there are some influencers that would agree to such an endorsement, namely to deliberately spread disinformation among their followers. And I would assume that lower tier influencers such as nano or micro ones are more susceptible to do so. However, just like macro or mega influencers, they also understand that this is a repeated game where you can damage your reputation among brands, and once lost, you will just not be considered for endorsements anymore. For this reason, I also believe that macro and mega influencers are less susceptible as they depend more on the income from endorsements.
0: Right, important to specify that uh, nano-influencers are your everyday social media users with a maximum of, I think, uh, 10,000 followers, while your mega-influencers are people with over 1 million followers on their social media channels. Now, as we said earlier, Andreas, a French counterintelligence investigation is focusing on possible links to Russian authorities, but surely there are other players in this affair who should be investigated, no? Again... I think that this disinformation effort is
1: outrageous, and I think it is important to hold the responsible party accountable. At the same time, I must say that influencer marketing platforms, influencer agencies, and influencers themselves, and of course, all the user-generated content networks, they should play their parts as well. And if they don't, well, brands should simply exclude and thereby punish these players in the influencer marketing domain, when allocating their advertising budgets. We know that especially the user-generated content networks don't really play their part. Facebook said it would stop recommending anti-vaccine groups. But data from the Markups Citizen Browser project shows that not only is COVID-19 misinformation still easy to find on Facebook, the company has also continued to recommend health groups to its users including anti-vaccine groups and pages explicitly founded to propagate lies
0: about the pandemic. Okay, so finally, Andreas, what are the other possible avenues to explore to find out who is behind this? This is a complex question,
1: but the most promising avenue, in my opinion, would be to follow the money. In case influencers have already been paid, namely to deliberately spread disinformation among their followers, then authorities could potentially uncover the source. But again, there are many ways to disguise this, so I'm not really optimistic that they will indeed find the source. Therefore, I again want to appeal to the players in the influencer marketing domain to play their parts as well and to report immediately such disinformation efforts.
0: HEC Assistant Professor of Marketing, Andreas Lantz. His work recently featured at the annual ISMS Marketing Science Conference that invites leading marketing scholars to discuss their works. Since June, the vaccine disinformation campaign by FAS has, well, disappeared. Before vanishing, the firm's LinkedIn profile showed all its employees to have previously worked in Russia – However, there is no actual proof pointing to this country and specialists are saying there could be purely commercial or political motivations behind the campaign. I'm Daniel Brown from the HEC News Department. (laughs)